0: There's nothing good on the radio What's a gamer to do? Who should I turn? That's good. I like that. Yeah, thank you for telling me that I'm ready to record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one and two count was was good. Hello, hi, Welcome to Rebel FM. I am your host for now, uh, Arthur Geese. Uh, Anthony Gallegos is stuck in traffic.
1: Also, I like as soon as we start, there's like Oakland just starts to pop off. Did it? I didn't. No, yeah, yeah, there's just it. someone rocking some uh, some started. beats
0: outside. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that that's gonna happen. Uh, joining me, as you heard, is James Faulkner. Hello, of IGN. Period uh and also matt chandernay
2: hey i'm Hi. back again yay for the second week in a row
0: yeah that's that's a decent streak i guess <laughs> for me <laughs> um,
2: and, and for us though, overall
0: yeah, yeah you know uh i don't i don't i think we'll do maybe one more proper episode are and you then music and then music because it's still it's only the seventh yeah it is
2: so i'm gonna be here i'm not going anywhere for christmas so i'm around i am time. i am as where well. are you
0: going Uh, I'm going to San Diego for a few days. I have a niece to meet that I haven't met.
2: Oh, I'm going to
0: Seattle. Uh, and you're leaving on the 22nd or something.
2: I I don't want to say when I'm gone. (laughs) okay so i've got i've gotten a few uh people on twitter who are like are you guys going to do a music special this year are you going to do a music special this year so it sounds like yes i mean i would like to we'll Me see
0: too. if schedules permit i would also i would like to get other people on but yeah that schedules great. are hard yeah so it's true you know I, we, we'll we, see. we
1: mentioned it to, to a, a person so far
0: uh, and she didn't seem particularly interested that's true so, um but we'll talk about it. We'll start an email thread and yeah. maybe we can get like Danny to come on or oh, something.
2: Uh, and yeah. if you have a, if you, you know, like even though we play a lot of games, we p- can't play every game all year. So if you mm. have some suggestions, you know, there's no reason to really call out things, you know, that you know we've all played. So, uh, yeah, it, the unknown picks are, are, yeah, are better. Like unknown picks are the things that are really going to help us like find the stuff that like we just wouldn't find any other way without your help. So I, if you have some suggestions, uh, definitely you can tweet them at us, but probably the best way to go would be just to send it to letters at eat-sleep-game.com. Use, use the he- the header music special. Yes, or, exactly. Yeah, just do
1: 2016. Yep, yep. Music special 2016. And
2: that way, you know, like, because uh, if we're collecting them over the next couple of weeks, we can just do a search, yeah. uh, Gmail search and find them really easy. So please use that and help us out. I think it's totally fine to do things like AAA games, but like if you're going to be like, Doom, like,
1: yeah, we we were going we're gonna to talk about Doom.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there are big AAA games that are gonna be obvious that we're gonna like pull some stuff from mm-hmm. uh, but you know if like if you don't think it's obvious or maybe there's like one track in one scene that's only used in one spot like yes. feel free to po- point it out I'm not saying like don't point out anything that has to do with yeah. Doom to us I'm just saying that like we're gonna get a lot of people pointing out Doom like if me, we don't say I'll yeah, do that yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> I will too I guess what That game had such good music It did
0: uh, Mick Gordon does good stuff the, the performance That performance They did at The Game Awards this year Is was that an
2: 8 string guitar? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember <laughs> Like an 8 string
0: Baritone guitar it, I think
2: I couldn't tell But yeah It was something like that It was at least yeah. 7
0: um, Because only really only 7 strings Can support that tuning Anyway
2: okay. um, So yeah Music we'll, So yeah We'll, right. I'll, I'll, we'll try Yeah we'll try Good um, shit yo
0: And then I'll try to get it edited and up in time for Christmas, which should be a little easier this year because Christmas is on a Sunday. Is it? Yes.
2: All right. That's cool.
0: Which means that theoretically I should have like the week to do it. Right. I don't have to write a shitty point break review for
2: sure. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. That movie. Yeah, that movie <laughs> happened. I, that, that was like the last thing I did the night before I went on vacation was oh, I oh played Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 for four hours, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And mm-hmm. then I went and saw Point Break, which was the opposite of that. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: uh,
0: so I assume that James's food is going to be here in a minute because he's just like staring at his phone with the caviar it's app like, open. It's like like a two blocks away. All right, now that you, Jesus Christ, you guys ate a lot of macaroni and cheese.
2: Yo. Yeah, well, you know.
0: Shove it in my belly. Now it smells like Hamburger Helper in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> and well. I, I, that's not a pejorative to me. I actually <laughs> like Hamburger Helper. <laughs> this is just like the world's most expensive Hamburger
2: Helper. <laughs> yeah. It's true. If, you, if you come to the Oakland Bay area, you should go to Homeroom. I mm-hmm. have an obsession with it. <laughs> Their mac and cheese is quite delicious. Uh, So yeah, uh, people played some games, right? I should Um, hope.
0: Yeah. Uh, God, what were you even talking about? I guess... um, Dead Rising? We could talk about Dead Rising. We could talk about Last Guardian.
1: Who's played it? I haven't played it. (laughs) I I have not played it. I took the day off work
0: yesterday to play. So my understanding of the Last Guardian from reading multiple reviews of Mm -hmm. people who I believe are capable of like meaningful criticism of a game without just being bowled over by
1: quote, it's here it's here
0: japan magic uh-huh. um or ueda magic i think really more than anything uh is that that game's presentation is fantastic the characterization is great the, the world building and style and and all of that like the production value is all great and that almost everything about playing it is atro- is atrocious
2: yeah i don't agree you don't agree i don't agree like there um there are definitely camera issues that uh are frustrating and uh if but I've never been the type of person who's particularly sensitive to camera issues unless it's an action game and you know this is this is not a game where uh you have to turn on a dime and make sure you know you're in the the right situation because otherwise you're going to die right now kind of thing Um, camera
0: issues aren't even the thing that i've heard most people complain about
2: the uh it has it definitely has some awkward control issues uh the i'm wondering so what are people because i don't really read Uh, reviews, so uh, i don't know what people are complaining about
0: busted ass physics system and puzzles that rely extremely heavily on that physics system uh like including like just weird collision things where stuff will sort of bounce off where it's supposed to go and like, just sort of wackily not do what it's supposed to. Oh. Uh,
2: I haven't had any of that. Uh,
0: the controls being not amazing. Trico not doing anything like he'll just fuck off and refuse to, to move forward or do what he's supposed to.
1: I think that's also, I've heard that explained away. Not explained away. That's maybe a harsh term. But, as a like he's an animal I think
0: explained away is is the right term for it, but also like Phil, in his review, I think, talked about how he literally walked away from the game for like forty minutes, no, yep. and then like that would be Anthony trico magically wandered back or like wandered to where he was supposed to be eventually, like not from anything that Phil had done, but yeah. just that that is a thing that happened. Hmm.
2: Um, yeah, I, obvious, obviously that is a thing that happened to him. That is not something that's happened to me at all. Uh, like, Trico, the giant beast, uh, and Trico is actually the kind of the beast, not its actual name, but it sort of kind of becomes its default name. Um, and anyway, the uh, the crazy thing about it is that in the beginning, uh, you're sort of cajoling him along to do what you want. Like, you're in the right space, and he just sort of follows you to it. You jump into the next area and he follows you into the next area. Um, eventually you get the ability to uh like issue commands telling him like go over there or jump up or you Forward know. or yeah. Yeah. Well you can do like basically all your buttons. You mm-hmm. can hold R one and then use all the same buttons that you would do to get him to do the same thing.
0: That's like it's like a language you speak, right? What do you mean? Like you like there's a way to talk to Trico?
1: he he does like motion
2: it's yeah it's more like sign language so the
0: game never tells you what those things are or do
2: it, it basically so the game basically tells you uh hold down r1 to issue commands and so if you hold down r1 and then press buttons to issue commands it like you can figure it out real quickly if you hold down r1 and you press the face buttons you see instantly like what they do um the Well, not instantly. And you do figure it out over time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like uh at first, I thought all I could do was hold down R1 and press a direction to point somewhere to have him run there. Sure. But then I held R1, and I hit uh, a triangle, and I did a jumping motion, and it, you're clearly, like, indicating to him to jump. And then he'll look up and try to jump somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, so- I know,
1: and also... I just want to say, the, the, I think the motion for forward is he like he like picks his feet up and does like, yeah, a like he
2: does a little run in place. It, it's <laughs> like really really cute. <laughs> and the uh, uh, so the the crazy thing is though is that like as the game goes on, uh, the less directing of him you have to do, and it it felt to me like your bond between the character and the beast slash Treco. Is actually growing because not only not only do I only have to like vaguely point in a direction,
0: and he'll just there's an extremely cold Diet Pepsi in there for you as well. (laughs) (laughs) You missed the fist bump because this is an audio medium, but the fist (laughs) bump definitely happened. Hi, Anthony. The bottom of that fridge basically freezes
2: (laughs) things.
3: I I saw the Diet Pepsi, but didn't want to be presumptuous.
2: And so, the, uh, so, the, and so like later on in the game, it feels like it is much easier to deliver commands than it is earlier on. Like Maybe I'm getting better at it, which is almost definitely true, like figuring out how to deliver the commands and have Trico respond. But I think as also like later on, it would get to the point where uh, I, I would be like, okay, I sort of see where we're supposed to go here. I'm just going to climb on you. And as soon as I climb on him, he starts going. And, like, starts taking me to the next areas without me even having to do anything. Okay. And that definitely was not the case earlier in the game. 10 Second Rewind. Do you like this game? I love it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, I'm having such a good time with it. And, like, you can say that I've been, you know, clunked over the head with the to magic wand and I will not see any fault in anything that he ever does. Um... I mean, but I mean, I'm curious I see how much f- of this
3: is still Ueda at this point, too. Uh, uh, a
2: lot of it. It's a very, very small creative team. They have a big support I, know, I staff, guess it's, but just it's like, a very small... I thought it's he's like not been involved people. for
3: many years. But I, w- but I don't know how much work has uh, actually been I, done in yeah, the game don't in many either. years either. Yeah. How much of the game was done when he like kind yeah. of... It yeah.
0: seems like design-wise, a lot of it was. But technically speaking, they never really got it working. Yeah, so and maybe, even now, it, technically, they don't always seem to have yeah. it working.
1: There was some weird stuff... <clears throat> There's a Digital Foundry video that they put out where they got could,
0: like single digit frame rates in a lot of spots. That and. I see you a way game. Yeah, <laughs> like it was the PS4 uh,
1: performance stuff, like PS4 Pro, that you could. You can't select which option you wanted. You could do the 4K version,
0: or you could do. You could manually set the game's display, the system's display output to 1080p.
1: And then get. And then go back. No, you. Yeah, and then go back in and turn it back to 4K. And while the game's still running, so you would get the subsampling. So huh. without without getting the frame rate, you should go watch the video because I maybe. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't know any. Is this, obviously game, obviously this is a, a 4K forty TV. game or 60, no, it's sixty? It's sixty bucks. bucks. Okay, I, yeah. I do not think that they could ever sell this game for forty out of the gate, <laughs> considering how many years they worked on it. Yeah. Well, at
3: this point, I no matter this. There is no point at this point. To be fair that they mm-hmm. could sell the game at any price and make the money back on it, I think. I, that's not necessarily true.
0: You don't think so? I, if it's like a PS2-era team size or even like early ps3 i
3: guess i guess guess, yeah that's that's me that's me thinking that that there's actually been active development over all the years which is not true well that's what i'm saying like sat on hard drives for support
1: staff versus yeah the the, the
2: core the core team is only like the core like creative team is like 11 12 people
0: yeah but then
2: then like every and then the all the other staff were brought in on contract basis to like fill out, you know, what needed to be filled out. But that's, that's. I mean, that's not
0: really an uncommon thing
2: anymore. It's not an uncommon thing. And, and the funny thing is, is it's very much so, like, video game the video game industry is rapidly moving towards the Hollywood studio Hollywood film production model And yeah. like... I, I mean, mean, I hope
0: that that's not the case, because, like, the effects house model is hopelessly fucking
3: broken. You know, I, I mean, not, like, yeah. That I is, just, that's that's yeah. definitely the case. But I mean, I mean, I mean they, there's, there's already effectsville, which does... Most of the VFX, or at least I won't say most, but I'll say, fills in to help out with VFX on every one of your biggest favorite games. Like they are there, they've done Call of Duty, Bioshock, everything you can think of. They come in because they can't finish it themselves, and it's not worth them hiring people to do it right permanently.
2: So I mean, like it's in games take longer to make than movies do, so you're always going to have a bigger full time staff than Ugh. you do for most movies, but the that's just the way that the industry is going and so like it, maybe they were able to keep their costs down i don't know um
1: the, the world building and all that uh this is the first game i think that has Are you at a game that has subtitles for like someone
2: no. or like when some of the characters are speaking or yeah, like a, the narra- there's a narrator at least correct? there is a, there is a narrator uh, yeah. but they've had subtitles and speaking and all the games. does oh, it okay. speak english or no, it speaks in made-up language. language. Just like the other two games, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is, you know, like I played, I liked it in Ori. It's fine that it's yeah. here. It doesn't bother me that I it's like here. I it like sometimes
2: no. when... I think it's great. It, 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 it can make stuff seem
0: otherworldly. It's a shortcut yeah. to otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And there isn't a whole lot of speaking, so there's not a whole lot they have to do. This one actually has uh, a lot more backstory than the other two games do, and backstory that it actually shows you, that, so uh, that's interesting. Does the
3: story make sense? Okay, because I've always found... I mean,
2: mean, like, it still leaves a lot open to interpretation, and you need to be paying attention to the world around you to try to suss it all out. Okay. Um, But it also has a few more deliberate, like, this is a cutscene telling you some
3: backstory. Okay, yeah, because I found, you know, Shadow of the Colossus is kind of obtuse. Not unintentionally so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely did not play that game for the story personally. I played it because at the time the spectacle was so amazing and it was amazing to climb these giant monsters and to figure yeah. out the puzzles. It was yeah. a great puzzle game. It definitely
2: and, is. I mean, like for for people more like me that bow at the altar of Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, like, you know, I have no idea how much of it is headcanon, but like uh the the storytelling through world building and Shadow of the Colossus is some of the best that I've ever experienced. Yeah. And uh the I have I haven't finished um Last Guardian yet. I think I'm I've gotta be two thirds of the way through, if not three quarters of the way through by now. Um but uh I've heard it's like six to seven hours. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean that doable. would be
0: encouraging if it was. That might actually get me to play it. Yeah. I, I mean, could, for, I for, for me,
2: it's probably it's been a little bit longer than that, but it's because I have been in no hurry at all to rush yeah. through this game. Like I will, like go out onto a ledge and
3: stop and look around and everything, and just go fuck. Yeah, that's
2: amazing.
3: Um, I definitely want to play it, and if it is shorter, that helps. Um, the, I'm glad uh, you have a nice bigger TV to enjoy it on, Matt. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Thank you for selling it to me. It's a very
2: nice TV, and the um, uh, the the thing that you'll notice right away if you pay attention to this stuff in video games is that um, the the creature, the beast, Trico, whatever bird dog, bird dog, the best animation, the best animated creature I've ever seen in any game in all it, of history. Wa- watching like the um, it's unfucking believable, like
1: like the like the breeze go across its feathers, mm-hmm. and like they're all moving individually, and it, like. It is like-
3: it its animation, or is it just, like, the that stuff that makes it... No, it's
2: animation. Yeah. Like, it, it moves like an animal. Yeah. It behaves like one, like... Uh, when it... When it oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, like, there's scenes, there's rooms where it's it's clearly set up to engage in certain behaviors to make you endeared to it, but it also has random endearing behaviors that, like just seem to make sense contextually to what you've been doing like you're like you get like the way that like there are enemies in the game but you're always relying on trico to defeat them and then afterwards trico is agitated and you have to climb on trico and like you pet it you you pet it to calm it down uh but it reacts differently depending on where you're climbing it yeah uh while it's um while it's aggravated And it reacts differently if you pet it in slightly different spots, depending on where it's aggravated. Is, if you put it, it on the head, does is it, is it really like that? If you if you go all the way up to the head and pet it, it looks around and it ta- it seems to take longer. It seems like I think I found the perfect spot, which is, is like bubble? right between the rear shoulder blades. Oh, uh, that makes <laughs> sense. is where
0: my cat likes being petted.
2: <laughs> and it it's uh, and you know there are definitely things where you can tell us. You know, there's little bits of canned animations, like when it jumped from one spot to another, Uh, but... It's the, so great to watch because it always does like that cat butt wiggle, you know, right before it, it, like, it jumps. It, it
1: goes like back down on its hind legs and then like pushes off with them. Does it? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it looks really, really good. Yeah.
3: Does the animation looking so good make it more apparent when it breaks and it like does like a stutter step or something like it that? It doesn't do stutter. That's what I'm the, saying. The, 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 it doesn't kid,
2: stutter step. The kid does though. The kid does. The, the <laughs> kid has really great animations, but his are obviously more broken because, yeah, because like, it's
3: easier for you to break them, with right. the Minor and, stick and movements. Like,
2: and... Well, and the 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 kid told. Totally has the thing where I can't remember what it was called when they first did it in like those Lucas Art games, you know, where it's like you'll react different, uh, it's, it's realistically like, to standing near a wall and it's, like, it's
3: kinematic like, versus kinematics. Yeah, well,
2: inverse kinematics is a, is uh, an animation tool set, like the uh, um, maybe there's like I can't remember, but they had a name for it in those Lucas <laughs> engines games where it was like uh you know when you would use a force push a uh, stormtrooper would try to grab something with his arm you know right um, so, y- you can tell that his animation has a little bit of that type of stuff, because no matter how weird the surface is, he'll always put his foot on the right location. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, like, awkwardly walk up steps or climb ladders, but, you know, like, when you drop and you grab something, like, his wrist will totally break backwards, and yeah. he'll stay grabbing onto something. He, when he's climbing ladders and stuff like that, his arms flop really awkwardly, you Yeah, know?
1: sometimes, like, when his legs get caught on stuff, that, like, they'll, like, do, like, the slippery slide, like, it'll just get a little bit too elongated or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: yeah, like, it, so he has some which weird just, stuff. I, which like, is fine, actually. Yeah. Like, that's, like, an animation
0: yeah. thing. Like, a, the, the, a hand-drawn animation thing.
2: Uh yeah, yeah. That
0: stuff stretches.
2: Yes, a little squash and stretches isn't a bad thing, but his just look kind of, like, weird and rubbery sometimes. Yeah. The, the world, but, the, but, tri- but Trico's animations, like, I don't know, I've played uh, seven, eight hours of this game or so, and... Like, I've never been able to find a spot where it looks broken or weird or... It's like the game is clearly built around this creature looking its best and its most believable. Yeah. And, you know, it's like like I was saying at the end, I don't hardly have to direct it to do anything. I just sort of have to be in the right area, maybe vaguely point where I think we need to go, and it just starts handling it. And I don't know, that's probably a combination of, you know, AI and level design, like making it easier for the creature AI to actually path to these locations. But the end result is an emotional truth that I completely buy into. Yeah. And that's what these games always do. These games pull, like these Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, and now this game, pull me in so emotionally and completely that like the jankiness of the controls the drop in the frame rate all the stuff that like i would level as like pretty
3: strong criticisms towards a lot of other games that i play i don't fucking care yeah yeah i didn't find shadow of the colossus particularly emotionally engaging outside of the ah. it's like it's like uh, the only part i found like emotionally engaging about is it felt a little bit like when uh What's his name is like crossing through the swamp in the, the story, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Ar- uh, yeah, and he's yeah. like, and he's like doing that. Like, I got that sort of like striving emotional feeling from Shadow of the Colossus because you're always overcoming something mm-hmm. that seems so insurmountable until it isn't. But yeah. I think it's assisted by eco, though. like the
0: the sort of the obfuscation of like, oh, it's a made up language. Oh, there's no English or any other language in this. It's just like this sort of emotional performance rather yep. than like something that you can pick apart
2: yeah. right. because of the way it's delivered
0: <laughs> it's like if it's bad English voice acting we know right. whereas if it's bad moon language <laughs> right. voice acting like we have no idea cause yep. it's just like
1: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yep. th- there's actually two things that actually that come to mind with this one I think this is the game I'm gonna bring home for my family this year cause I like we've never really played games before is that
0: because you can't find an NES classic no, my 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 my
1: family has no like attachment to NES, but just because I wanted to, like people always talk about brain games. Home. I've never done that. I've always been like it's family time, but I really mm-hmm. want to bring and be like, hey, here's something I've been that I'm enjoying, uh, or just want to show it, like hang out with my sister and like play a game.
2: So there, so like it's interesting that you should say that because when I was playing this yesterday, Eleanor came home from work, mm-hmm. and I was like all right well i guess we'll stop playing this because we got a because fin- we're using the extra wood from our shelves project in another room to like mm-hmm. put up some more stuff and i bought some tools and stuff And i was like all right let's go fix this up and she was like wait what's this and then she started and she didn't want to she didn't want me to turn it off
3: yeah, yeah that's a game i might try playing with my girlfriend i think she would actually really yeah. enjoy it because she liked inside and stuff and, you know inside's oh, yeah. just kind of environmental puzzles yeah. and progression i feel like this would be the same thing well, except plus, she also really loves dogs yeah and there's like a dog thing <laughs>
2: So. Yeah, Trico will totally make anybody watching it fall in love, especially because if you like, if you sit there for a few minutes and you're like talking to each other, Trico will come up and like nudge you, yeah. and the kid kind like, of hey. and the kid kind of does this laugh like ah, <laughs> and like pets in return, you know. And I know like, I was thinking
3: to myself, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, that this, this, this seems to me like this would have been the perfect thing for them to shuffle off some part of their dev team. Yeah. Uh or Sony teams to make a VR experience to parallel this to help with PSVR. Like it would have been mm. such a, like nothing crazy, just to yeah. interact with Trico type interact thing. Interact with Trico thing, yeah. yeah. I think that that <laughs> I think that
0: Sony is relieved that it's done. I'm think, sure they are. I'm, sure I'm they just are saying too.
3: that it just to me is like it would have paralleled some of the other things that I've seen in VR just with their particular brand. It's such a, it's just like I, there,
0: uh, there are people that I know that are super excited for it and stoked about it. But I was actually a little surprised by by how visceral, like the other side of that equation was. Like people, like like Altano is someone that who I respect as a human being and has opinions. But like a lot of times, like woo-woo magic in a video game is enough to get him to like it regardless of the way that it plays. And even mm-hmm. he was like, I really wanted to like this game and it's a game that I... I have never been as frustrated with a game as I have been in parts of playing this game.
1: But but I think he I think he also said that he was like... He, the motion of it and all the, the environmentally things that Matt liked.
0: Right. Hit, it, it, he liked and he thought that people should...
2: Try it because of Should try
0: it, but maybe just watch someone who's really good at it play through it on the, YouTube.
2: Well, see, the, the weird thing is is that like... Um, I felt like I was playing the game it wanted to be pl- the way it wanted to be played, like, explain, instead of trying that, to play yeah. it like a video game. I, and like, that's, huh. the, And you know, it's like uh, because like I wasn't trying to force this animal into doing shit for me. Like I was like trying to figure things out by myself, and then where I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm stuck on this puzzle. I must need to use Trico." then I would try to figure out how to use Trico. And it was like the game inspired a sense of wonder and patience in me, and maybe it's because of my legacy with it, that I was able to give it room to do what it wanted to do. And that was extremely emotionally satisfying to me. It created a different landscape uh, personally that I just wanted to hang out in. Sure.
1: There's may be a simplification of that, but it, it's almost like a critical pathing path versus kind of a meandering or like just a wander. Like you're like you're allowing the space to be and like be in the space, but without without it being <clears throat> objective driven. You're like I want to get through the game, but I'm not looking for a scroll over here that has a collectible. I'm just going through the
3: space. Well, it seems a little bit more yeah. gamey than something like Journey. Journey's much that. Yes. Where it's just yeah. like point A to B. But this
2: it, is, it is definitely a video game.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. I've, I've watched videos and stuff, and I've seen like, there are very clear objectives but to puzzles, get through section. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, like you have to take helmets and throw them through glass plates exactly. to like smash stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, and I would do things like... Uh, all right, I know that you can go up on your hind legs and get me up to this high spot. And I would point up there, and I'd go, wah, wah, wah. And, you know, Trico would look up there and look around for a little bit, and then kind of go, Whoa, and then kind of slump down. And I'd be like, no, 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 up there. And, like, the third time that I would do it, then he'd go, wah, wah, and then jump up there and get me up there. And, and like... It's just like when you have a pet that like you're trying to teach how to do something or a pet that does something that you You want to say it over and over and over. And like the first couple of times you say it and you're like, do this, come on, do this. And then when you say, come on, do this. And then they do it and you're like, yes. And it feels so good. And it feels like you have this connection with this other life form. And, uh there has not been another game that has made me feel like I have a connection with another character in a game that is not dialogue driven that's made me feel like this and you know there are so many video games that like are all in similar emotional spaces to have one that like deliberately tries for a different emotional space and succeeds at it so well um I guess that helps me put on the blinders to technical flaws
3: yeah i mean there's been games that i've loved that have been technically flawed obviously i like shadow of the colossus i like oblivion a whole lot and that game was technically flawed (laughs) i
0: think bethesda games are different in that they are goofy and buggy and weird in part because of all the shit that you can do yeah like and they've said, as they, part of which they've said, they've, when people, they've said...
3: Well, I liked Earth Defense Force too and that was kind of... Okay, that was, but that was just like janky
0: garbage where the stuff that was wrong was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. If anything, Earth Defense Force was mostly super easy to play, unless you got in a vehicle. Yeah. At which oh, yeah, point, it was, it was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> also, next year is 2017. Wow.
2: What? Earth
0: Defense Force. Bro catching up with reality and yeah. just like in earth defense force next year we'll probably have to worry about giant bugs <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all the other bad shit happen this year uh-huh. knock on wood i just jinxed all of us i'm sorry <laughs> aliens and in kaijus and giant yeah. bugs <laughs> did i tell you guys that there was
3: a brief moment two weeks ago where i thought we actually were uh, being encountered with by aliens on earth this is a 10 minute period of my life. Where no, I, was I like, feel
0: like that's probably one that you wouldn't tell anybody.
3: <laughs> it, it was like two in the morning. I was on Twitter and a guy that I follow on Twitter was like, what's up with this UFO in Turkey thing? And I was like, what? So I just did a quick Twitter search and looked and there was all these people like, why is this being suppressed on Twitter? Look at these fucking pictures. They're all over these major cities in Turkey. And for a second I was like, is this fucking They've live? arrived? <laughs> I was like, why not Turkey? They've arrived. And I just for a second, I was like, holy shit, I thought for like the briefest moment, I was like, do I have to go wake up my girlfriend and be like <laughs> They're here. <laughs> We're going to the store right now. You have to say it
0: abruptly. You can't say they're here because then she'll think that they're you're talking about the here.
3: poltergeists. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No. No, no aliens. Uh, no, no aliens. Not yet.
2: Sorry. Okay. Anyway, so um, for for my money uh, and for People who have similar tastes that I do, I guess. Uh, the last The Last Guardian is an incredible experience and it's absolutely worth sixty dollars.
3: I will I will play it. I just finished Dishonored, so I'll play that. You know what else is a moving emotional experience?
0: Not Dead Rising 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I watched Yikes. a video of that too. That was a weird looking game. It's weird too that they recast Frank West did they? Yes. Yeah, and they made his character even act different than he used to.
0: Uh well, it's there's like a 20-year gap, but he's not that different.
3: No, I mean
1: he he's not like the like weird, dry, like trying to impress everyone.
0: Like, no, he's he's very jaded.
1: Yeah, he's like more like a dick.
0: Like the game uh, other than like a dream sequence that the game starts out with. The game starts with him telling a student about the time that he was being honored by the president and accidentally punched him in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> he punched the president. I mean, the game. The he game, tripped going upstairs and punched the president. The game the still neck. seems appropriately stupid. <laughs> it's super dumb, and Frank is like, Frank is certain of his ability to do things, but is like, just totally jaded about everyone else's reaction to it.
1: I, th- I think it's like the type of humor, and maybe the localization of <clears throat> one where it's it was very much Japanese in its style and like type of humor, I guess. Mm. Um, where I feel like this is much more like it, who, it, who made one, it?
2: one like totally took it. Well, I mean, seriously, the last three games have all been made shit. by the same sure
3: group. This is yeah, and I've heard this game is just like a big departure in the sense that there's for better or worse no time mechanics or anything right, like that. So or,
0: I don't I. There was a rudimentary sort of component of time in Dead Rising 3, but it wasn't (laughs) prohibitive the way that it has been in other Dead Rising games.
1: Especially in one where you had to restart the game.
2: Yeah.
0: And I... I think that there's like a contingent of those hardcore sort of roguelike Dark Souls type players that fixated on Dead Rising and Dead Rising Two to a lesser extent because of that shit. Yeah, but that is not in this. And honestly, like I don't think that like the big mainstream appeal in Dead Rising was a fairly successful game. No, I really yeah. like dead rising was one. not because of the fucking
2: timer. No, it was
1: very much about like yeah. the weird weapon, yeah, yep. like the of zombies. Yeah, and like having yeah, a crap a,
2: a crap ton of zombies yep. on screen um, and being able to walk into any store in a mall and, and grab shit random shit. It's
0: like look at all this bullshit. It shit yeah. that i can use to throw it's on it's like <laughs> that oh, was a game that felt very next gen uh-huh. to me when i had my xbox 360 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly um so and i like in my review i try to be very clear with those people like because i don't think that the timer is the biggest difference the biggest difference in this game is the items uh mechanic
1: the item power or the like building the,
0: uh, inventory oh,
1: oh you're talking like specifically you have, like you have way more space
0: yeah like scarcity was the order of the day for dead rising like you have four slots yeah like so you can carry like a couple pieces of food and, and this awesome baseball weapon. bat and a, a magazine gun.
1: and it was always a magazine because it would extend the direct dura- like the yeah.
2: durability of something like that that was <laughs> yeah. like the pro way to play it. <laughs> yep um well that the dead Ra- dead rising one like the i i I played it right when it came out and I was like, I can't do this. And then, like, I waited for a little while until people were like, just go to the magazine, just go to these stores, read these magazines, and get two chainsaws. And I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and I had the double mini chainsaws, and from then on, it so, the was great.
0: Uh, whereas before there were four item slots, now there are four different kinds of items and multiple slots for each. So the way that it starts is you get uh, grenades are one slot, food is one, a melee weapon is one, and guns are another. And when you start out, you can carry, like, two health kits and four of everything else. And then you upgrade that over time. So by the end of the game, I was packing, like, eight melee weapons, eight guns, like, five different types of grenades and four health kits. (laughs) And... (laughs) Once scarcity is off the table, that mm-hmm. game's difficulty is no longer a factor. Did you mm. so
1: when when we were recording last week, you hadn't died. Did you die? I did not die once playing through that game. <laughs> playing playing that game for Against about, bosses
0: too. Not at all. I played that I played about twenty three, twenty four hours of Dead Rising four and didn't what what is she doing? Oh
1: I just was making sure she didn't knock over the easel.
0: No, she might do it now though. Um <laughs> Uh You never died. Never died, not once. Not once did I die in wow. that game. Not even on the final boss. It's like the anti-Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, it's really... And it, it really is like a thing that feels very different about it. I can't it.
3: think of a game I've played where I didn't die once.
0: Um, yeah, really. I mean, I like probably some open world stuff once in a while. But but yeah, I just... I never died. And weapons last a long time. Uh, yeah, so like the scarcity thing is is just not an issue. Like weapons... Weapons will degrade, but they don't degrade that fast. Guns don't have a lot of bullets at first, but eventually you can upgrade like how many bullets you will find in a gun when you get it. And Mm. so it doubles or triples.
3: I just never thought you used much guns in dead rising, uh, dead rising three
0: the gun. I mean, dead rising two, they revamped the way the guns controlled, Mm. um, to feel like a first person shooter. You aim with the left trigger. Um, and that's definitely changed the way that the game plays. And now also, uh, basically if you pull the right trigger, it pulls out a gun and shoots no matter what you have equipped hmm. and if you hit x or y then it's melee attacks with the melee weapon that you have equipped Yeah,
1: because it, it seemed like when, <clears throat> when you were running around i think you're like a, some firework gun you would yeah, just the like blambo,
0: run sh- which yeah. is a crossbow <laughs> and uh like any kind of explosive weapon
1: yeah and you would just shoot it into the ground as you were running by by pulling the right trigger Yep, and like it would just blow up a group of zombies as you
0: continue to run yep. yep 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 uh and so your basic combat capability is greater than it's ever been because when you, if you hold down the directional pad up up left or right then it brings up a little sub menu of the weapons that you have and time slows down so you can switch between stuff and if mm. you just tap those directions then it cycles through
2: um, so is this game the same sort of scenario there's been an outbreak in a town so it, it actually goes back to Willamette.
0: which has been rebuilt in the 20 years since the first game. So that's like a definitely thing to keep in mind is that Frank is like 50 now. Uh Um, And so there's like on black Friday, like there's a new zombie plague that breaks out. So it's, it's the second game this year that's had like a viral outbreak on black Friday. First being the (laughs) division.
1: Um, It was like super early in this year and I forgot that Yeah, uh, March. Yeah.
0: Uh, And so you show up like four or five weeks later um so like the the town is totally fucking overrun. There's like I killed 16 or 17,000 zombies playing through it. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> 16,000. What what is the population of Willamette? I want? I don't know, but it's about
0: 16,000
2: less <laughs> than it? it was when I started. <laughs> what,
1: wasn't it, wasn't it
0: 32,000? Uh, I think so like in the first game yeah. because there's an achievement for killing that many. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: and that's when you went out into the, gr- into the garage, you got into the car and you drove the car back and yeah. forth until it respawned. And then yep. you just did that for <laughs> 10 hours. Uh,
0: the interesting thing about this game is when it starts out like you're, I mean, not the first case, like not case zero or whatever, but like mm-hmm. the first proper chapter, you start in the mall, like the rebuilt mall. And the mall feels pretty big. And it, it, I didn't, I totally forgot that there's like a town around <laughs> yeah. it. And then you go outside and all of a sudden the fucking size of the game blows up. Oh, man, and you never go back to them into the mall at that point, unless you want to. Huh?
2: Hmm. Um, so is it is. So even though you leave the mall, it's still pretty open world. Style yeah. It's, it's and, totally an open world. Yeah.
0: Um, but you huh. need to finish like the first case, I think before it lets hmm. you go outside.
2: And when um, you go outside, can you go in all of the buildings or are most of them closed? Uh, so a fair
0: amount of stuff is open. Like a fair amount of houses can be entered. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot to see and a lot to do, and there are parts that are sort of cut off by blockades and stuff until you progress in the story a little bit. But hmm. there's a lot to see. I don't know if it's actually as big as Dead Rising three or not. Dead um, Rising three was pretty big. It was really big. Um, but uh, but yeah, I does, does it have the crazy vehicle customization? It does though? have combo you vehicles, can definitely craft yeah. vehicles, yeah. <laughs> um, like. Segways and golf carts and shit that turn into like golf cart firing Segway monster segways and shit.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: uh, yeah, and like combo vehicles have combo attacks if you kill enough zombies. Um, and you vehicles are the way that you get like the highest like combo scores i think i got up to like 1500 (laughs) on one Um, car (laughs) yeah but as you get higher and higher up on the combo count the less time it allows between hits before Mm -hmm. it resets the counter so it became like a running thing a couple times for me it's like oh god gotta hit that next zombie
2: (laughs) so is there ever a spot where you're not surrounded by hordes and hordes of zombies because yeah it,
0: it quiets down a little bit in spots in the mall like there's like moments where you'll be away or like if you you can actually sneak there's a sneaking mechanic in this that doesn't work amazingly well but it does. Function, huh. um, and like there are safe houses and spots, and like like sort of hidden apartments on like the third story of buildings that you can get to. Where after you clear out the zombies in them, you will you can take a breather if you want to. But uh-huh. you can also just pause it. Uh, And when you pause it, it's got Christmas carols in the menu.
2: (laughs) I remember that. I was like, oh, Christmas music. Last week we (laughs) talked
1: about you putting up Christmas decorations and then when we walked in, it was just on the pause menu. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: And it's just, I don't know, I think that we've talked about this previous years, but it is occasionally fun to play a game that's Christmassy around Christmas time, like Skyrim. Is a game that takes place in the snow for a lot of it, and so it feels Christmassy in spots.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: totally. Um, is it, is it, I don't know that many Christmas
0: games. Yeah, well, there. The Division is a game where there's like Christmas yeah. decorations fucking everywhere. Yeah, that's a Christmas um, game. And like, probably because F- it
2: was supposed to come out the holiday season before. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Fallout Four. Well, it also takes place right after Black Friday. Right. Um, Fallout Four takes place around Halloween. Like that's when the uh, apocalypse hits and Fallout. So mm-hmm. like, it's got Halloween decorations right. all over the place. Yeah, but right. um. But it was—it's not a smart game,
2: uh,
0: and a lot, and some other stuff from the fir- from the uh, the last three have also been like drastically scaled down. Like, there's no more psychopaths. Like huh. the psychopaths have been changed into maniacs, and the maniacs are all optional side bosses without like a big cinematic reveal or mm-hmm. story behind them, in particular.
2: And are they something that you have to like? Are do they just have extra large health bars like they have in the past? They're just more resilient. Yeah. Like, are they like
1: design consistent where like or like are they have their own unique design? They have themes. Okay. Like
0: the pirate ship in the mall has like a pirate captain maniac <laughs> and he's got like his pirate maniac like sub maniacs around him and there's like a scarecrow maniac and a Santa Claus maniac <laughs> with his like elf yeah uh minions.
1: Uh the rescuing people, I think, has gone away. So, no,
0: so you still rescue people, like er, there are still but, survivors like followers, out. Followers, yeah, um, but they don't. Yeah, the follower system from Dead Rising Three is gone. Mm-hmm. So like, it's always Frank by himself, and I. It doesn't explain away that system being gone, but he does say in a couple different occasions that he's better. He like prefers to be to work alone. I'd rather <laughs> work alone. And the the really weird thing is that there are vehicles in that game that are very suggestive of co op, and there's no co op in the campaign
2: yeah like like the is it like co-op the, in the game at all
0: there is a co-op mode that is actually much more like previous dead rising games where you've got four inventory slots and the game is hard and like zombies can take you out much more mm-hmm. easily and stuff breaks much faster but it's um, not
3: the main story it's no
0: just, hmm. it's named characters in these like escalating su- survival scenarios where you have to go do a thing and like survive till a certain time and stuff like that um
1: yeah, I wonder if it, at a certain point it was a co-op campaign and they took it out.
0: Like, as an example, there are military SUVs with, like, guns in the top. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. you have to switch between them. You can't drive and shoot that gun at the same time. Hmm. Whereas with combo weapons, if you hit, like, the left bumper, then it fires the weapon of that of that vehicle. So Interesting. It, did, it definitely feels like that was in there at some point.
1: Did you have fun playing
0: it, though? I did. I yeah. really, really did. Um, it didn't... It didn't demand a lot of me mentally. Um, it was very much a lean back, like like kill sixteen thousand zombies yeah, kind of game. Yeah, uh, I liked wandering around the world. I liked seeing stuff. I liked finding secrets. There's lots of there's lots of stories that like a lot of the collectibles actually piece together stories, and some of them are totally ridiculous. Like you find uh, slash fic with. Uh, TJ and Chuck from Dead Rising 2 <laughs> in pieces. Okay. And it's very, it's like very yaoi slash fic where they're like, it's not just sex, it's love. Right. It's glistening love. <laughs> uh, and like, like a bank robbery and stuff like that and all sorts of like w- w- mysteries of Blue met. And there's also like there's some story about a serial killer from like the thirties, uh, hmm. that you find newspaper clippings of throughout. And so I, it feels like there's a lot more of that stuff in the game. There's probably a lot of secrets that, that people haven't found yet and won't for a while. Hmm. Um, and so it was, it was good to be around that world and not to feel pressured to not be able to, to fuck around in it. And it's fun to fuck around with the weapons and to see it's, it's the first dead rising since the first one where I was really like, how many zombies can I kill? the counter resets all right um sounds pretty cool and also just the holiday th- it just feels appropriate. appropriate it's like watching shane black movies around christmas not because like they're christmas movies but they feel like be, but because they all take place during christmas yeah
1: or holiday adjacent movies yeah or- holiday i like holiday
0: adjacent <laughs> movies like Die Hard is now like the extremely yeah. played out example of that yeah, but yeah. like if you want a better one, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang oh, is yeah. a holiday adjacent <laughs> movie. All the Shane Black movies, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Lethal Weapon is a good Christmas Iron Man movie, 3. Iron Man Three, <laughs> uh The night the The Nice Guys is a fun holiday adjacent movie that came out this year. Uh with Ryan Gosling and uh Russell Crowe. But um but yeah, it was fun. I I might go back to it a little bit and play it. It's it's a weird game for microsoft because it is on window the windows 10 store with xbox stuff Hmm. but it does not play anywhere so it doesn't share saves between platforms that's not great it's especially weird because the game runs actually pretty well on windows it's got like the same sort of level of not as many options but a similar sort of customizable selection as gears of war did Hmm. Uh, i wonder
1: wonder if that was part of the because didn't Microsoft help fund the development? Yeah, they published it. Yeah, so I, I would. Cons- I wonder if that was a requirement. Um,
0: and it's got like dynamic resolution scaling on PCs, so you can target sixty frames per second <laughs> and like jack everything up, and then it'll lower the resolution uh, to, to be- keep it at, at the frame rate that you want it on. Oh, that's that's cool.
2: interesting. That's cool. Um,
0: which is what the three the Xbox One version does. I I played <laughs> it at E three and it was fun, but it looked extremely rough, <laughs> and it looks much less rough now than it did then. What? what what do you want uh his cat's annoying him she's like reaching through the side of my chair and like tapping me on my side (laughs) uh it looked really rough at e3 and it looks much much better now than it did then (laughs) um also if it's on windows 10 as a uwp game which it is because anything in the windows store is a uwp uh app that means what's uwp it's just like this wrapper this container for for programs on windows 10 that means that it's like trusted in uh, the os and also starting with gears 4 like every xbox one game from here on out is a uwp app huh. um which means that that it being on on pc that way means that it's scorpio ready like that it's got the settings and all that stuff ready to sort of rock and run in higher resolution and and better performance on scorpio when it comes oh, out next interesting. year okay um which also means that Infinite Warfare is the same thing, which is the only fucking reason I can think of that that game exists on the Windows Store since you can't play it with anybody else.
2: You can't play it with anybody else. The Windows else. 10
0: Store version of Infinite Warfare does not work, work with, Steam. with Steam or Xbox One.
3: Gross. Yeah, it only works with other Windows 10 users. So Ugh. all 100 of the people
0: that bought it there.
2: Yeah, Jesus. No uh, thanks.
0: Yeah. But that means that it's probably ready to run in 4K on the yeah if you
2: want to play the campaign a bunch of times no i mean well
0: yes i just mean that like that means that the work has been done for it to get that support when it comes out next year on scorpio i
2: hate i Um, hate it when a multi-platform game is siloed like that
0: yeah and the, the i it's a publisher thing yeah totally. it's a publisher decision yeah. um and resident evil 7 is the next capcom game that is on windows 10 and xbox one and i don't know if it's play anywhere or not mm. um i would like if it was it was nice to sort of swap back and forth with a bunch of games this year to go back and forth between platforms
2: yeah i've gone back and forth between uh gears it's the only mm. game i've done it with but it's I great wish those play anywhere games were on steam <laughs> i know <laughs> they might be eventually
3: well yeah you know people at microsoft some not that many anymore as i've as i've been your former boss works at microsoft it's true as the years have gone on though my connections thin. you know as it goes Um, well and more and more people like leave the games industry that's what i mean
0: you know people at microsoft at ea at sony you know plenty of people at
3: lots of places you just feel weird asking them for stuff yeah well especially when it's been like uh hey i know we haven't talked in like two years can i get a free thing <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and, like, that's a
2: little awkward sometimes yeah no i i never ask people for anything yeah i don't either uh it's also weird for me but yeah
0: but yeah uh, you realize those people would ask you for a thing in a heartbeat yeah uh, and you wouldn't feel guilty about it. You wouldn't feel weird about it if somebody you hadn't talked to in a while. Was well, I like, gave hey, about
3: to people of Marvel heroes, Nigel. Yeah, my friend Nigel. I've given, <laughs> i bought him so much shit. So, so I am just saying.
1: Uh, I since I think last we recorded, I played twenty more hours of Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, Are you going to stop while they Fuck add
0: me. more story I, stuff I know. to it? I was so pissed <laughs> this
1: morning. Like that. Wait, what? Okay, so they someone I forget who it was because I don't know. The team very well, but I think it was Ueda, maybe not not Ueda. Anyway, it was I someone. Don't, on, so, I don't know the final fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, it was someone on the final fantasy team who went, "Hey, yeah, uh, we're gonna." F- there's a really crappy part later on in the game that I haven't gotten to, but apparently a bunch of people do not like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're gonna fix that. Also, we're we're gonna add a, in some more cutscenes and stuff like that that are missing from the game. Like, and <laughs> but they didn't say where.
0: They don't see you like, they're like, yeah, we're going to develop this character and show you why this thing yeah, happened, they, the well.
1: but they don't let you know where any of this is happening. So I'm like, I, okay, so I'm literally playing the incomplete sto- version You're playing of- the beta. <laughs>
0: yeah. Not only are you playing a version that is going to be updated, but they fucking told you like well before they're updating it, that they're updating it. Really? Yeah. I,
1: I I didn't pay attention. Yeah,
0: they're adding a bunch of story and cutscenes and stuff, but it's going to happen over the next year.
1: Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. That, like I just didn't know when I bought it that I that, that yeah. this was happening. But the fact that yeah,
2: it's not soon. It's like down the road. <laughs> so is it the kind of stuff that if you've played through the whole game, you won't get to see any of this content? Yeah, maybe. Like they, they have because the game's game linear, right? No. It has open areas, but you're there. Yes, but you, you go from one. I mean, open yes, I to the imagine next some one. of
3: it will be a cutscene that you probably had a point of no return from. Right. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, like some some of the stuff will be like i assume will be like triggers that will be like oh we're in this location in this place but like it could be open world stuff like conversations because uh, they apparently have to also do all the voice acting and everything it's very strange um wow and so that said i also put uh 24 hours into this game <laughs> since i bought it yeah. um <laughs> and mainly because i like playing it mm-hmm. But well, as I talked about last week, there's a bunch of systems and like all the systems are less mystifying to me now. I just... The quest system and some of the... the in terms of... Uh, I think I talked about it with WoW where WoW leads you through an area. Because mm-hmm. um, like, essentially the game is kind of open world. It's an MMO. So yeah. you, but like you get led through an area. Yeah. This... Let's say that there's a quest in, in an area. You have to go to this farm and get these beats or whatever. And you get the quest from the guy in the city. Sends you to the farm. Uh, you talk to someone there, and then you go, the, you go pick up the beats, and then you have to bring them back to the person in the city who gives you another quest to go back to the farm, and this is a significant distance.
2: Like, uh, and that, that like... So, so it's open world MMO quest design, but the shitty version. Yeah, like, like they, they haven't learned anything from... Stuff
3: that you would say is 10 years old?
1: Um, <laughs> um, yes. Um... And so, like that, just feels bad that you can't pick up more than one hunt at a time, right? Um, which is like a lot of the game is like you go to the restaurants in the area, who's like the, like these diners. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I
2: was watching a Twitch streamer who, because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I want to watch some of this Final Fantasy fifteen stuff that everybody's talking, all kids are talking about, and like mm-hmm. he was doing that. He was doing like he was doing hunts, and like he went on a hunt and he came back. Okay, there's the next hunt, and then like he said that he's like and he's like man i wish you could do one of more more than one of these at a time and yeah. immediately when he said that i'm like wait you can't do more than one of these at a time yeah it, like you have to mark mark them off and like
3: Got to make that it was a
2: long, somehow. Yeah. It was a long trip, and it would be like, the one that I saw him do, there was like, he got on, he was at this roadside diner, and there was a hunt that was out across this river, and there was a, an icon way out there. So he gets on this chocobo, and first of all, there's invisible walls everywhere yeah. that like keep you from going places, and then he was like, a lot of them oh, are it's trees. on the other side yeah. of this river. I can't get over this river. I have to run all the way back to the road to go across That's the bridge, on bridge. and yeah. I know go. exactly. Yeah. Where, I know
1: exactly where you're talking <laughs> about. It's... Things like that are infuriating and, and but the thing is like i I'll, I'll keep playing it, and I still like doing the quests because they're fun and yeah. the combat's fun, and the like the team up stuff is fun, and mm-hmm. like the characters are always like talking to each other too, yeah, so and like, like all cool. of that stuff is is like the interactions and uh environmental things where all, uh, you just hit a quest, and for the next like thirty to forty minutes. Every couple minutes, they'll just bring up like someone will ask a question about the thing that happened a little while ago. Being like, "Hey, like, what about this thing?" Or like, just like, like you were having a conversation. Like, you're kind of, they'll come back to topics. Oh, cool. Um, like that's the stuff that keeps me playing. Yeah. But there's just there's other like weird and bad uh, systems where the way the XP work, I think talked that talked about, talked about yeah, last week, yeah, where you bank did, yeah. XP and then once you go to sleep, you it caches it all in, and you can get multipliers, multiplier.
2: You get multipliers based uh, off the quality of your room that night. Yes, yeah. exactly. If you're just
1: sleeping on the ground, you get just a 1.0. If you're going to a motel, if you go to a ho- the ho- one of the hotels in the game, it's 2 po- it's If you 2X. go to a love motel. Yeah. Um, but also, if you end a chapter, it banks all the XP. So sometimes you'll be doing... I, I was like, okay, I got 20,000 XP, which early on in the game is a lot. Later mm-hmm. on, it's not so much. And I was, like, I was saving up money to go to the, to the hotel mm-hmm. to get like the double, the double XP. And I was like, oh, I'll just I'll do the, the main quest first because it will like lead me back to the, like an area, and to get the uh, XP from that one, and then it finished out the mission, goes uh, chapter complete, and just bangs all the XP." Oh. I didn't have a save from before, so I was like, "Okay, like that's like ah, uh, like you, that's you, just a
2: dick move. You you, you punished me for like <laughs> for playing your game for, for playing your game. <laughs> <Uninstall>. Yeah, <laughs> see that that's my that's." Basically every single Final Fantasy that I've played since you know I was on the Final Fantasy VII hype train back mm-hmm. in the day is is always been like that where I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. Wow, this is really cool. Oh man, fuck you, game. Yeah. And then I'm like, man, this is really cool. Oh man, fuck you again. That's yeah. how I
3: feel about Persona too. Like that's just that's the only JRPG I've ever spent tens of hours in. Yeah. And uh, Persona 4? Yeah, just like when I go back to that, like it's really hard for me because there's so many things that I feel like every dungeon in that game is a big fuck you. And and (laughs) I'm like, I just want to do the dating sim and high school sim, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, if they just gave me that and then I could auto play the dungeons or something, I would actually like that game.
2: Yeah, I was super got into Persona 3, but I couldn't get into any of the other ones. So yeah, four, 4 is really good, but yeah, yeah, again, I
1: mainly just wanted to do the the high school hangout sim.
3: Yeah, and like and like the life sim stuff is fun and yeah. and interesting and um, quirky. And um. yeah, there's other small things
1: like uh, Ignis is one of your pals, and he's like the main. He, if it's if the car's auto driving, he's the guy that drives. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to drive at night, because that's where they're like the higher level demons are out you have the same conversation with him over and over being like, no, I want to drive at night because you, the care, you, the character can also, or, uh, Noctis can drive,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't want to have that conversation more than once. I want to, go, if I say that to him, I want to go, yeah, I want to drive. Like I know, I'm know what the risks are. Like you've told me over and over. And finally, 22 hours in, like you finally, like you, I think you, I hit level 34 or something. And he goes, and then he it puts up a prompt that says, Ignis is no longer about your strength and you can now drive. He'll now drive at night. (laughs) You've earned the right to
0: not get annoyed by the game. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like, is it warning you that you're not leveled properly?
1: Yeah, but you can, you can avoid those fights because like sometimes you just need to like, well, I want to go to this,
3: this next area. That seems like a well-meaning design mistake. It'd be nice if, if when it meant he'll drive for you, that it meant that it would just fast travel and you can fast travel to a lot of places oh, I just that's mean, something I, that's not in Dead Rising for I, the, I just I mean know. that like uh, travel. Uh-huh. in L.A. Noir, one of the things I loved about that game obviously a very different game was that when you walked up to your car you had two options hit triangle or Y to get in mm-hmm. or hold it and you could say you drive and the guy, <laughs> you'd both get in a car, he would drive, and it would go to black, and then it would load back mm-hmm. into wherever yeah. you were trying to get to. And that was nice. That was why you let someone else drive, because you yeah. driving meant that you physically wanted to do the journey. Right, right, yeah. right. Black. And, and, and the, you can
2: fast travel back to your car wherever you leave it in this game, right? Yes. That's uh, very cool. And you can, like, if you, like, leave your car
1: behind and go off on bow, you, you can either warp back to it, or you can, like, get your car towed to uh, one of the cities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are limited fast checkpoints.
3: It's not like Bethesda level where there, you can be like,
1: to here. Yes, but you can also like drop a point on the map and it just will drive to there, but you can't fast travel to that point. Okay, But also uh, all the parking spots, and there are a ton of parking spots, are fast travel points. It oh, just costs okay. about like 10 gil, which is not nothing really. So once you get into the game... Which and is like, not nothing or is nothing? It's nothing. Oh, okay. It's it's like I'd have 30,000 gil Right, right, right. <laughs> right. So why even bother charging? <laughs> in, uh, in the early game, it matters because, mm-hmm. like in the early game, like you're, uh, you're supposed to be like, well, sh- crap, we're cut off from cut off from our resources. Yeah. So let's like we have to do jobs to get money so make so we can pay for food and resource. so.
2: So it feels really good later on when you're like, yeah, I'll drop ten gill everywhere I want. Yeah. yeah. And that, at that
1: point, you've unlocked so many parking spaces that you can track fast travel all over the, all over the place, and it doesn't feel bad anymore. It's just, yeah, there, there's some great stuff. That said. I'm having a ton of fun with the combat, even mm. though the camera is awful, like, legit <laughs> awful. Like, I'll be fighting, and sometimes it will be, like, all the way to the ground, and, like, there, are a bunch, there will be in the open, but it will be behind a bunch of bushes, so you can't see what you're doing. <laughs> like, the and the bushes are just a little bit too high. Oh, yeah. So, like, the, I'll be trying to, like, get the camera up above, and then sometimes the camera's just way too, like, far out, so you can't even see what your character's doing. There's just no good balance, mm. and I know there's different di- distances, and I have it set to far, which is mm-hmm. better, Mm-hmm. but it, it's not always good but like the actual yeah. combat of trying out different weapons and doing the combos and using the king's weapons
2: which are the uh swords and that they like summon out of the air when they attack right
1: uh the all the weapons are like that but these mm-hmm. ones specifically take uh health from you and are just a little bit more powerful hmm. uh and if you're playing and you haven't got ignis's other tech which is a text are like it fills up a bar and you can command the other the other guys to do attacks like you're mm-hmm. not directly commanding them at all uh he has a, a basically a fast heal that will heal all your if it there's um all your basically gray health if, if that makes sense in the game which is basically the health that you have taken but isn't permanently taken off until you use an item so he can refill that so you like Basically, that enables you to use the king's weapons without much recourse. You just have huh. to make sure to build
0: uh, two tech meters.
1: Oh, I was cool. just curious
3: how this game reviewed mm-hmm. quite well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it yeah. has reviewed very well. Well, Final Fantasy? Yeah. 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 Um, I
0: mean, there are some people that super hate it.
2: but Sure, but I mean, that's bound to happen with any Final Fantasy game, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, it didn't used to be that way. I don't know. There's there's always some haters when it comes to Final Fantasy. So I'm not I'm not a big hater. I'm just a I kind of I kind of can't make it through a whole Final Fantasy game anymore.
0: I think twelve was the first one that seemed kind of divisive, but thirteen mm. is the one that was really like there was like a contingent of people were like, no, this is great, and then a bunch of people who said this is terrible, and now it feels like all public opinion has moved over to final fantasy 13 was a disaster.
3: I mean, yeah, <laughs> lowest, lowest review I saw from any, like what I consider reputable sites is an 80. Yeah. So
0: it does a lot of good
3: stuff and it's really uneven. Yeah. Apparently especially it's, it's, in the last a, half. It's just me- listening to James talk. He's like, ah, I love this. And then there's this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, like it, like the last
0: third, it starts like swapping genres of game. Yeah. Like, rapidly. Uh, including jump scare horror at one point yes. I guess <laughs>
1: it, Like sometimes when you're going through like I was in a dungeon for instance and you're like they do the uncharted like lift this thing or like go through a crack while we load in this next section which is I know what they do for uncharted I don't know if they they're doing it here because hmm. they have a doesn't make sense why that should be in this game. Like you're mm-hmm. not loading that much, yeah. Especially since you have an open world and you're just doing a small dungeon. But like you're going through, and then these like, imps like crawl through the like, cracks, like crawling on the wall towards you. All <laughs> of a sudden, uh, but it doesn't work well because like then, now
2: you're in Silent Hill.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm 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 gonna finish it because I at this point I put enough time into it and I like most of it. And
2: I well, I, anybody I know that's been playing it for the last week or two weeks or however long it's been out Mm -hmm. um they all are of a mind of the same mind as you james where they're just like yeah i can see this and that and this and that problem but like then like you know we hop out on the road together and my buddies are having a great time and Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's just
3: frappuccino yeah exactly yeah yeah
2: it's like it's it's like it's just really nice to have a game that even though it's about like combat and they lost their kingdom and everything that everybody just, all the characters just feel like they're having fun.
3: Yeah, I just picture girls just want to have fun playing every time did they yeah. get their card. <laughs> did everyone see the advertisement
1: they're doing for uh cup of noodles inside the game?
2: Yes, yep. I did. Oh my,
3: I saw the YouTube <laughs> This uh, This it.
2: crazy <laughs> weird like <laughs> brand integration thing. Doesn't one, the,
3: one of your guys come out and talk to you like, ain't it great to have an instant <laughs> cup of noodles? Yes. Yep. He's I was like, waiting
0: for someone to make a video of this game set to pony. <laughs> It's just make Nick do it.
3: I'm telling you, girls just want to have fun, is the better one to me. <laughs> I mean, this is it's like so good,
0: yeah. the, the only thing that makes me want to play this game is like the constant comparisons I'm hearing in Magic Mike XXL. Like, oh man, there's the comparisons. There's, oh, there's that
1: a, makes perfect sense. There's a lot of like, uh, like male bonding flirting.
0: We've made reference <laughs> to it, I think, once or twice in the show, but. Magic Mike XXL is seriously one of the, the best movies of the last couple of years. It's so yeah. buddy movie. Like, you should,
2: like is, for dudes. It's a really great dude buddy movie. It is movie.
0: a movie about, like, complicated dude friendship, yeah, like platonic well, dude friendships that are... But like,
2: they're also, like, you know, they're, they're, it's a version of masculinity that's not at all woman hostile, which is really nice.
0: Right. I And I think that it's not... I wouldn't go so far Fuck as to call man. it feminist because it's extremely <laughs> no. complicated yeah. in that regard. But sure. it's definitely there is a lot of like healthy exploration of like male friendships in that movie. And like also figuring out what you're doing with your life around the time that you hit like 30 to 35
2: Mm -hmm. and everything is completely downhill. You've destroyed all semblance of ever having your dreams met. And yeah, what do you do then? Like
0: worries about that versus like potential reality. It's, and it's, you know, it's fun. There's good dancing in that movie.
2: I mean, (laughs) this
1: (laughs) this game doesn't have that. That's more about like crystals and, Swords and, and being brooding because uh, my my friends are doing this thing again.
0: It seems more like like dudes in their twenties, like just sort of graduating from college and not being sure what's going to yeah. happen to those friendships and what they're going to do with their life.
1: Except for there's like one there's like one older like there's like one older friend. In the right, group. he's the Matthew McConaughey. It really McConaughey. is a boy band. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where they got the one guy that they're
3: like,
0: oh fuck, man. No, you know, man. Matthew McConaughey. Like the nice thing about dating high school girls is I get older and they all just stay just the same. Thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, i it's I don't know.
1: I I I like its dumb dumb systems and I like the the A P tree where it's like you're unlocking all this different stuff and
0: That sounds like somewhere where you go to study for advanced placement exams. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <of. laughs> the A P tree.
0: Welcome to the A P tree where you yep. solidify your future.
2: <laughs> all right. Well I played a uh an, another RPG uh that is very western and that was because like last week how I said I hadn't played the Dragon Age expansion and I was like oh I I should go do that and so I went and I was like oh there are two that I haven't played so I downloaded the first of the two that I haven't played which is uh, the Descent which is apparently not included with my uh, Ultimate Digital Collector's Edition because apparently that doesn't have the season pass. I guess. Hmm. Um, so, uh, but anyway, where did I buy that? Yeah, version of the game. What came with it? I don't it? know. So, so, so I bought. Uh, it was fifteen bucks, and uh, it's it's where uh, if you play Dragon Age Inquisition, um, it's basically there's these earthquakes happening, so you go down to the deep roads to find out where the source of the earthquakes are coming from, and uh, it delves a lot into you know the Dwarven mythology and stuff like that. That's a a big part of the, of the, that universe. Yeah. And, um, it has an extremely satisfying uh, conclusion and the, the whole, basically you start at the top and you're going through multiple levels of the deep roads and you end up like way, way down far underground and you have a, you're kind of like Diablo (laughs) one. Uh, no, but yes, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's hard to explain without spoiling it. Okay. Uh, but the the cool thing is, is like you establish a base camp right in the deep roads that has all your crafting tables and stuff, so you don't have to go like outside to the overland oh, nice. map to go back and do things. And you know, when you find recipes and materials, you can go back up and do them. And, and about halfway down, you establish like another base camp, so you don't even have to go all the way to the first one. And there's some cool collectibles to find and a lot of lore items and the. A bunch of new dialogue for, you know, the your party. PC, your party and stuff like that, like incidental dialogue. Like, uh, And there's, for most of it, the combat is really intense in this one, at least from what I remember to the other Dragon Ages. And uh, this is the first time I was like, I'm going to play this with a console on my couch or with a console controller, even though I was playing the PC version. And uh, that game has really good console controls, which hmm. I didn't know because I played it with a mouse and keyboard the whole time I've always before. heard good things about those games on console.
0: Yeah. The first one was a little sloppy. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one lends itself well to the turn-based stuff if you decide you want to do it that way. God, I like Are there
3: three Dragon Ages? Yeah. yeah this okay. is Inquisition, which is the third one. I just couldn't, honestly, I just never really followed Dragon Age much. Yeah. Was, a, was the first I one Dragon Age... Age. Not it was flood. just
2: Dragon uh, Dragon Age Origins. Origins so there's right
0: Awakening, which is like the expansion to the first one, Fantastic, which was yeah. like 20 hours long or something.
2: Yeah, and this one was probably about 15 to 20 hours. Huh. It's really long. Which
0: is hilarious to me because like I played 120 hours of Dragon Age Inquisition and did not finish
2: it. <laughs> I played, yeah, my... Uh, my I have the
0: Shifting Sands and My stopped. EA
2: Origin... Time says something like 180 hours, and that was oh, wow. before I started this expansion. It's not even 100. The timer yeah. for
0: for people who care about this thing, the timer in Dead Rising 4 on Xbox One is broken and counts suspend time. Cool, uh, Xbox <laughs> just turned on. It counts suspend time as time played, so it's. I think it says like it's 400 hours or something. Uh, I did not play 400 hours. It, Dead it,
1: Rising uh, 4. uh, Final Fantasy also does it if you're in the pause menu. Like yeah. it also it literally has the counter at the bottom that keeps on going up. You're like, I'm in the pause menu. No, like, no stop that.
2: <laughs> stop it. Oh.
0: No, no. I'm, uh. I'm saying what you're what you would be saying to Final Fantasy. Don't mind me, I'm turning um. off the Xbox.
2: <laughs> but yeah, if uh, if you like Dragon Age and maybe you missed out on a, on some of these expansions, I can definitely tell you that the descent is quite good.
3: It makes yeah, me depressed me, to realize that I'll probably never go back to that because when in life am I going to have time? I to go know. back
2: to Dragon Age? Feel yes. laid off. Did you ever yeah. play Dragon Age? No. You've never played any of them?
3: No. But I also never yeah. played a Mass Effect game for until all three were basically... I think Mass yeah. Effect is easier to jump
0: into. Dragon Age is a more involved...
2: Dragon, a- Dragon Age Origins is interesting for what it did if you take it to its context of the time period. I still really like that game, but you can... I think if you just played Dragon Age Inquisition, you'd get the yeah. best Dragon Age experience. Yeah.
0: yeah I actually could... I mean, I liked... Dragon Age and Dragon Age Two. Me too, but you don't need to play.
2: No, Inquisition is hands down the best Dragon Age. Yeah, by far. Origins was like a really good
1: introduction to Western RPGs and and and, or and just like classic RPG
2: systems, especially people that aren't familiar with like classic PC RPG systems because the Dragon Age. Uh, has that Bioware layer on it, you know, Mm -hmm. that makes it extra approachable. And that was definitely the case in Origins. What makes Origins really interesting is that, like, depending on the type of character that you chose made a vast difference into how the game played. So yeah. like the next two Dragon Ages don't have that so much, especially the second yeah, one. But you, the, if you played a mage, it was
1: like you you were like everyone was like fuck you.
2: Right. And you could yeah. also play as a dwarf and if you played as a dwarf, you had a completely different origin story. If you played a female dwarf, you know, you had a slightly different origin story than the male dwarf. But not only could you play dwarves, but you could you play could a, play a high, uh, you could pl- no you could play a high class dwarf or a low class dwarf and good. that would give you completely different interest. Man, that, yeah, it I, I, had like a whole array of origin stories. So, like, the great promise behind Origins was that it was supposed to be the fantasy Mass Effect, where, like, all of the crazy choices that you made had huge implications for what the next games were going to be. Right. Only, like, to the nth degree, because there were so many things that you could do and change. And then when uh, Dragon Age 2 came out, and it, like, had nothing to do with the first game, except peripherally, people were like, what the fuck? I really like Dragon Age 2, but it had almost nothing to do with Origins except that they had the same setting. And then Dragon Age Inquisition comes out and it and it integrates a lot of the choices so much so that they gave you that tool where you could, like, say what choices that you made if you didn't have any of your old save files. It was actually a website called Dragon Age Keep, which was great. It was fun playing with it. And, like, it was a bunch of nostalgia for me involved with it. Um, you go on Dragon Age Keep and you could actually, like, just hand-pick all the choices that you would have made if you'd played the game and then use that as like your starting basis for for Inquisition. And it it seemed like it was going to have a bigger effect in Inquisition than it actually ended up having, but it does have some effect. But Inquisition, even though it doesn't have some of the better things of Origins, everything else is so much better that I just wouldn't bother playing, playing so the
3: first
2: and it has really good DLC and pretty decent multiplayer.
3: Um, should we take a quick break and read a few letters? If you got them, you got them. <laughs> with Microsoft getting semi aggressive about PC gaming with the Play War program, it's piqued my interest a tad. It's called the Turn. Especially as I'm looking at traveling over the holidays, I would love to be able to crack open Forza Horizon 3 and continue my playthrough or even start on Recore. But I'm not sure about getting a gaming laptop that is semi future proof. It feels like a losing battle with the push to 4K HDR. And seemingly each title needing six gigabytes of graphics memory. Do you guys have any thoughts on how to approach and weigh my options? You will never mm. be future proof on no. a game. I can swear I remember the Anthony saying are, something about his yeah. Razer before. Is Razer the predominant leader in mobile laptop gamers than Alienware? I would say Razer reviews higher these days. I will say this: one thing that made me annoyed about my Razer, two things hmm. you should know about them. One, customer service sucks. Yeah, Dell support is Bad. better. Bad, Bad. D- yes, of Dell's. all the like the OEM places,
0: I would say Dell. Although honestly you should buy a gaming pc at the windows store if you're going
3: to do it yeah and you can buy razor stuff from the windows store yeah um but you can walk into the windows
0: store and get stuff fixed yes mm.
3: and i'll say the razor stuff i feel like the hardware i like it better yeah. their customer support sucks ass and the other thing that really kind of chafed me a little bit is that i bought my gaming laptop the new Razer blade in march <laughs> and it was with the 970 and these various upgrades and then they put out another one in the same year like like <laughs> yeah. October or November 2016 they put out they put out one it's my fault this st- my finger is <laughs> not said, a voice. Yeah. the one that's out right now uses the same graphics architecture as the actual discrete 1060 that's mm. out there and so it is actually a laptop that is technically VR capable and the 1060 does way crazier level graphics output like Sure. almost double that or almost way more than double actually than what the 970m did yeah like, yeah it is, it is like crazy but i mean that's the balance.
2: that's the problem with gaming laptops though is it is it's going to be obsolete there there is no future you're proofing yourself
0: with a gaming laptop if you're worried about cost then you should not be buying a gaming
3: laptop so, yes. and that's well yeah. he didn't say anything about cost so i'll say this too the only other thing that i could say about the razer if cost is not a thing hmm. is you could look into their razer core thing 'Cause the What's that? That's is that the, the breakout thing? That's the breakout discrete box so you can keep upgrading the video card. Oh, interesting. But it's so fucking expensive. Like the dock itself Again, is like a couple hundred bucks. No, the dock is five hundred dollars.
0: <sighs> that's me. without a card in it. Without Jesus a
3: card in it. That's why Christ. I'm saying if price is not a thing. Then that's a way to make sure you could continue to use it for. Yeah. A
2: while. Well, Ben, there's your future-proof laptop.
3: <laughs> but that's if
2: if money was no not. Actually, I need a computer-proof bank account.
3: Jesus. A, I mean, that kind of that breakout thing makes it barely portable. Oh no! At that point, that you're not doing for portability. At that point, yeah. you're, that's because a desktop replacement. You, you have yeah. a, you have a desktop, and then sometimes you take the laptop with you and you play no. things in low no. settings. No. So. No. Yikes. <laughs> I
0: I I don't know. If I'm was building a gaming PC, I, if I'm if you're gaming on PC, I think that a laptop is a good way to be disappointed and mad. Yeah,
3: yeah I mean, I like my razor Blade because sure. it, it is nice when I go home, and but I definitely don't think of it. as... But
2: you know what you can and can't. My do main with thing, it. yeah. I
3: play games yeah. on medium settings and stuff like that. But you know, I can. Still, I think you can also write it off on your taxes. I can play Total War Warhammer. Yeah, it was for me. It was basically like buying a MacBook because it is very similar to a MacBook in mm-hmm. the way it's like made out of aluminum, et cetera. Except that I could play a lot of games on it, Yeah, and exactly. I was like, and I could write it off my taxes. It was all those things combined yeah. that I was. I like, wrote my okay.
0: surface off on my taxes. Um,
3: yeah, I'm
2: actually waiting for. Uh, I mean, if I had the money, <laughs> it's funny I say waiting for it like I'm going to buy one, but like uh, I want a PC gaming laptop uh, that has you know all of the the modern the the latest most modern IO, you know, like with. USB C, USB C, and uh, you know, like uh, DisplayPort, dual dual channel DisplayPort, and that kind of stuff. I don't, but I don't think you're going to get that.
3: Why? Why is, why is DisplayPort Not a, a thing? I don't understand. What is the like my video card? Like you know, when I was looking at 1070s, they all were like one HDMI, two DisplayPort. And I was like, I think
0: what? Display well DisplayPort had like was able to do 4K before HDMI was, and one and no, never mind. I was just to say... 144 hertz but that's uh. Oh, yeah.
3: and the latest yeah. Thunderbolt no, was the, model yeah that's yeah. DisplayPort I just uh, hadn't really seen very I had never used DisplayPort that yeah so uh, the yeah.
0: HDMI doesn't support I think more than 60 hertz okay But uh, does that sound yes. right
1: yeah I think there mm. may be some other yeah I think that sounds right uh, and the, and the it latest it is a smarter uh, connection
2: the latest USB-C specs uh, USB 3.1 and USB-C with Thunderbolt which is also a PC thing it's not just a Mac thing um, your power, your uh, video, yeah. your data, and your audio can all be in one cable. That, which is like... It was pretty neat. Which is fucking great for a laptop. Yeah. Like power, Like video, with the new MacBook Pros, everyone.
0: if you have like a new MacBook display or a new Mac display the, the that has LG, USB-C. The L- or the, the LG, LG display. And they're, yeah. they're,
2: doing it, they're doing this on PC desktop motherboards already. Like the, uh, oh, can't we remember.
0: didn't actually explain what it does, which is that oh, you sorry. connect your laptop to that display with a USB-C cable, and that powers your laptop.
2: The USB-C
3: is the same thing as the Thunderbolt.
0: No,
2: no, but the Thunderbolt and USB-C can all can be in the same port. It's on the same bus. A, there you go.
0: Yeah, like so. the bus is like the data stuff inside the computer. The port is the form factor.
1: Uh <laughs> um, yeah the, the, the LG monitor for the new MacBook Pros it also like gives you expanded uh I- ports on the yeah, box more ports <coughs> yeah or on the actual screen, which is, like, the weird thing. It, Apple's... Whole, which
0: they've done, yeah, but, like, a, with the Thunderbolt monitors, like, they did yes. that as well.
2: Yeah. But I'm not I'm not really talking about, you know, like, Mac stuff. I'm talking about a PC laptop. Yes, because that capability will come to them, too.
0: I, I don't think that it is, because I don't think that that stuff is important on the gaming laptops. And increasingly, gaming laptops are, like, a boutique thing and not...
2: I don't know. For, for me, that kind of thing is really important on a gaming laptop, because the less cords I have to carry with me, the better.
0: Well, yeah, but you... And don't take this the wrong way, are a weirdo with your needs. <laughs> like I'm not saying that to to like joke. I'm saying that like the needs that you have for a laptop. The
2: needs that I like if I could not, buy a laptop, my needs are not standard. It's like needs. me
0: yeah. the last time I built a computer before this time, I was like, I need a fucking PC motherboard with Thunderbolt on it. <laughs> yeah. How fucking stupid is that?
2: Yeah. Well, and if I if I was to build a gaming PC these days too, it would like have all kinds of weird shit on it that like, you know, nobody else really needs either. So next but question. That's gamers for you. Okay.
3: I don't know if there's any context, any reality to this, but I'll read it. It's from Cameron. Well, that's a good sign. He says, <laughs> Are we about to see a failing of AAA games. That's, I like that he starts off with a question and then an okay. the explanation. Hmm. He didn't bury the fucking lead. Yeah. He says, good it job, seems Cameron. Like I know why he's asking this. He says, it seems like most everything that came out in the holiday window is lagging behind where it was expected in sales despite generally positive critical response. Across the board, with most of them being sequels, I can't imagine that it makes it likely for big publishers to take any added new risk on new IPs when even their old establishments are falling short of their mark. Is this just the beginning of something or an anomaly? And he says, just for context, I'm not thinking 83-level crash, more of regression to an undefined mean. With With creating games, costs theoretically rising while game prices remain stagnant. It seems like a smaller and smaller window to shoot for success. Why would anyone take a risk on Dishonored like right now? On a Dishonored, like right now, when Dishonored Actual is a great game that still can't sell enough. Is that true? Uh,
0: well, we don't know what Dishonored sold yet. Yeah, I was going to say, because, that's why like, I was like, the, Where are these numbers. Oh my god, fall? Dishonored didn't do as well thing came at a weird time. Also.
3: From who? Uh, so I think it was UK
0: it. sales were lower. That's for
1: most things because there's like actual reporting yeah. on those that like actual numbers that everyone can see.
0: I, but like the only game I've UK? seen this fall where the UK sales chart numbers were actually assigned for concern was Titanfall him. because like, oh, Dishonored 2 sold half of what Dishonored 1 did. Well, OK, that's a little concerning. Like Titanfall 2 sold like a tenth on another platform, all of which had many more, a much higher install base. Uh, whereas Dishonored came out on three systems with much higher install bases. <laughs> it
3: also uh, just seems weird to take one relatively small country's sales charts and extrapolate that. I mean, it's that.
0: suggestive of other trends. Yeah. I, I think that if Watch Dogs 2 is a sales disappointment, then that could very well be because Watch Dogs didn't get a lot of early reviews. Like, I think it's also cuz Watch Dogs 1 was disappointing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like Watch Dogs <laughs> like sold a lot but didn't review particularly well. Yeah. Um Battlefield 1 on the other hand sold much much more than Battlefield 4 did and certainly better than Battlefield Hardline did.
3: Yeah, that's cuz I had a demo and I played it. It's like I bought beta. <coughs> I bought Watch Dogs 1, didn't like it, was like I have no interest in Watch Dogs 2. Had no interest in Battlefield, tried the beta cuz I was like I'll try it and I was like holy fuck and then I, really and then I bought it. <laughs> it's, it's also worth pointing out
1: that at least like super high triple n triple ga- a games are building their monetization in different places now where it's just they have the continued crates and An ancillary alt- revenue streams yes, where it's just, like even if someone buys it used they can still monetize those people at a like
0: at a level right uh to help them catch up like everything do- EA is releasing right now is being built knowing that it will be in the EA access vault 9 months after release yeah and, if not sooner, and so
1: that's what you're not seeing in terms of revenue for those companies, so I, there, I don't think there's a crash because I think they've kind of already avoided it.
0: I think those companies are, are like definitely always watching how everything sells because yeah. the margin for error is always shrinking that little bit more, but I do think that they've diversified yeah, I don't think that a crash is imminent
2: well, Diversified, not not. They th- diversified in their gameplay revenue streams. Yes, for, exactly. for their for their main titles, but they have not diversified <laughs> in titles. Yeah, yeah exactly. They haven't diversified their, their lineup. At their long.
0: portfolio yeah. is not different. Right, but I think that you see a lot of like navel gazing right now because like the game that a lot of people like the most is is the game that has had like the most obvious sort of retail disaster mm. this fall. Like people are like, I can't believe no one is playing Titanfall. Disaster. I think it's ill beef. Ill beef. Mm no I don't think so you
2: don't think that that's a game that'll um, um, and I have no basis in fact for this at all you don't think it'll have a long tail or anything like that I think
0: that Call of Duty and Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront which will be remarketed with Rogue One stuff will
3: fucking devour it it, it is right now
0: also in Gears of War is a pack-in game
3: yeah although I don't know like anecdotally amongst all the gaming people I work with which is a lot because I work at a gaming company no one is talking about Gears of War. There are still a bunch of people playing Battlefield though. Like but again, all those people bought Titanfall and they're definitely not playing that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they're sticking with these other things. I'm just saying that like Gears is basically like
0: a single platform thing that, that mm-hmm. charted at number three in October. Yeah. Like against Battlefield.
3: Yeah, I just don't and have, a bunch of other stuff. I'd be curious to know like how many people buy gears for multiplayer gears has always been a significant I really know I which course. which I agree, but there's also horde. Like I there are people
0: I know who are like, who buys gears for campaign? which blew me f- Blew my fucking mind. Um no, I think that that there were a lot of multiplayer games and that like they had their opportunity to stake their claims and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like that is it. And also they're Tough season. They're competing against fucking free to play games. Like they're still competing against free to play games. Like you're like, well, what if Titanfall was on PC? Or what if Titanfall was on Steam? Well, what if Titanfall was on Steam? Like what is a popular non-valve first-person shooter on steam there's not one there is not a strong multiplayer community for a first-person shooter on on steam that is not half-life 2
2: hmm.
0: like even call of duty doesn't have a ton of people playing it like it's enough for a healthy player base but it's not anywhere near what it is on the yeah. console <laughs> yeah. i
1: coworker logged on to the P I i think the pc version of titanfall 2 and they were like a hundred people playing or something like that. Which it's, it's in the all, middle of the server
0: day. to server. Yeah, it was like, the middle of the day too. The middle of PT like specific time day. So I I don't think that like you might as well write PC off as a platform in those situations because they are not gonna be like a, a big multiplayer environment, no matter how much like this old guard of PC gamers are like we want to do our multiplayer on PC. Well, no, because you're playing fucking Counter-Strike and League of Legends, <laughs> yeah, and Overwatch,
2: right? And it's all you play, yeah.
0: And Overwatch isn't on Steam either.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> like that's like the PC gaming of the era. Like, yeah. the, like we're all it, PC gaming didn't die, but it's not the what it what it was. And
0: there are anomalies like Battlefield is Battlefield, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But
1: that's also I think like a majority it came from PC, so there are a
0: lot of people will come. There back are to. still those people there. Yeah,
1: yeah. They'll come yeah. back to
2: that. Well, I mean, P- PC PC gaming is all about like an extremely diversified audience with diversified offerings, and there yeah. is not, there isn't, almost never like this huge universal breakout hit the way that you can have on a multi platform console title. No, the
0: only time you talk about like a PC game doing really well is like when something sells five hundred thousand copies on Steam in a couple of weeks. You're like, what yeah. is this indie sensation? <laughs> right.
3: What is Stardew Valley? Right. Speaking of a game that people, that that still has somewhat of a base, but you know, we've, we've talked about never going back to rust. Sean writes in and says, long time listener, first time emailer. He says, uh, I find it bizarre that after so many listeners have expressed excitement about rainbow six siege, it still gets dismissed out of hand. Perhaps a year's (laughs) worth of patches and free paid content. Has improved the game substantially, not to mention the re- significantly reduced cost to entry. The continued growth of active players since launch seems to show that it, maybe it's worth another look. As an average multiplayer shooter player, I must confess that I find Siege to be one of the best shooters I've played in years. Battlefield has been my go-to shooter since the days of BF2. But now, even while playing BF1, I'd refine. I'd rather be playing Siege. There's a level of strategy, tension, and teamwork I find really engaging. I will admit that the experience in other mainstream shooters doesn't necessarily translate to Siege right away. But as Dota players, surely you can gentlemen can appreciate a bit of a learning curve.
0: Sure. I can also vehemently disagree with unlocking characters the way that you have to in that fucking game.
2: So which the, is completely
0: uh, absurd. and then they keep adding more characters that you have to <laughs> un- unlock. So yeah, you can't balance a meta when you fucking lock characters behind things that way without completely alienating anyone new that wants to get into your game, except for people who are totally fixated on what that game is. And if that game is awesome to you, then that's great. I'm glad that you found like the flavor of ice cream that you like. But a lot of other people don't like pralines in their ice cream. It's the
1: same reason Arthur doesn't like uh, League, and that's I think that's a totally like reasonable criticism of like have, having to play through to unlock something.
0: Yeah, it's like like it's not. I, just, it, but I think League it, is is I don't have that problem with League because you can play League for free. Like yeah, that's true yeah. siege you pay money and you still have to grind out character unlocks yeah that's fucking unconscionable and it's the same thing with uh battleborn which they're now changing they're finally unlocking all the fucking characters in that game when you buy it like it's absurd yeah like you have free to play grinding mechanics in your shit that you charge people to speed up and you're charging a retail price yeah it's (laughs) indefensible
2: so when uh so all of that that i i 100% agree with. It's interesting that he should bring up Siege in my personal life because I haven't been able to sleep well over like the last week or so. So I've been uh, up late watching Twitch streams. And uh, uh, one of the streamers that I watch a lot, she's been playing uh, a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Mm -hmm. And so I've been like, all right, well, fine. Let's see what this game is about because... You know, it's like uh, I've tried to cultivate my streamers list down into people who don't yell, <laughs> or who or who don't or who don't yell without like you know, uh, a pro- with, a, with a good prompt. Yeah, with not, a good prompt, exactly. Without with yeah. just being like, all that guy shot me. Yeah, yeah, and and aren't just like speaking of people yelling, <laughs> and aren't just like uh, always trying to be snarky assholes too, uh, because there are. Shit. There are people that can be that can be funny, but usually you're not one of them, so you shouldn't try. Uh, but anyway, when it comes to Rainbow Six Siege, I was like, "Huh, this game actually looks a lot better than when I played it back in the beta because it looked like uh, you know a 60 FPS shooter uh, with some really cool mechanics." And I was like, "This actually looks like a precision precision shooter now," whereas before. Like, when I played it in the beta, it felt like mushy garbage. I think it's
0: it's built as an eSport, mm. and I think that it is singular in the way that it does that in the shooter space. Yeah. I think that it had there was a, an enormous amount of potential for that game to be more than what it was. And unfortunately, when you, when you introduce a game like that, if you fuck up the landing, yeah. it doesn't matter how much you recover because, like, you have established what that game is.
2: Well, I you have no like, idea... Like when Sean in his email mentioned the growth of the game, like I have no idea how much it's been growing, but I've definitely seen more people on Twitch streaming it than were before. So there's like that yeah. sort of it, nominal streamer growth anyway. I, I, saw, I saw
1: a video done by someone or a YouTuber called Super Bunny Hop. Um, mm.
0: I've heard of that person.
1: Yeah, they're relatively popular. Um, but they did a like one-year like and they're going to they should hey, I'm going to do an annual review for this game cuz like it's going hopefully like, having continued support and he goes over the criticisms of like the net code and everything on how it was bad at launch it got mm-hmm. better and then it got worse again when they added a new anti-cheat system cuz there was a lot of cheating going on <laughs> um it's just really comprehensive as someone who's like he just paid attention for the entire year mm-hmm. and they made a video about it mm-hmm. It's I, I think again mm-hmm. it doesn't dismiss anything about the actual unlock system
0: you yeah. know yeah, yeah. i don't and yeah, if you no, like the game doesn't. i'm not saying you can't like the game no, i'm saying not. that like yeah there are, there are so many things it still does wrong yeah like that is that is still there as far as i know but yeah
2: well the uh the, part of
0: what i what i also wonder is if the increase in twitch streaming and youtube traffic is ubisoft like throwing stuff out there for streamers to play and streamer to stuff yeah Maybe. It shouldn't be tough to say. It yeah. should, I should be able to look at a video and see, for sure. Yeah,
2: right. It should be up there to say, like, I got this for free. Um, but the it, the interesting thing about watching it is watching people change up their, their characters uh, because they have different abilities based off their maps and how well they're doing and who they're up against. Yeah. And uh, then... They don't actually call out, like, say they don't say, oh, somebody's in the vault. They mm-hmm. they say, they say uh, like, Valkyrie's in the vault. Mm-hmm. And you say Valkyrie's in the vault because if then the they, yeah. they know the character and they know the abilities that character has. And then they approach it differently based on who's in the vault. Mm-hmm. And so not only does that make it, I'm sure, interesting as a player, but it makes it interesting as a watcher. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, okay, I understand why now they're trying to attack this room this way. If you've watched enough to know what the characters do, there is a meta to that
0: game yeah. in a way that a lot of shooters never develop because their mechanics do not lend themselves to it. Right, mm-hmm. right.
1: My uh, old roommate Alfredo, uh, that's the the game. He's now just a Twitch streamer. Unless he does what he does mm-hmm. full time, mm-hmm. um, that's the game he streams. Just because mm-hmm. like he used to be he used to play uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Mm-hmm. professionally right mm-hmm. and now he that's just what he plays like and like yeah it has a pretty consistent community and like continues to be competitive so i i hope
0: hopefully- i mean it's got a community it's i don't think that it's ever going to be like the esport that no. ubisoft wanted it to be no um i maybe <laughs> with the next rainbow six game if they don't fuck it up <laughs> yeah. because there are a lot of really good ideas in that game yeah um but it's it has some of the, the greatest moments of triumph and some of the most infuriating moments. Could you get that? Uh, of any shooter I've ever played. Am
3: I going down again? No. All right. Just hit the button. And with that, we'll wrap it.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> Do it. I opened it. You close it.
3: Hey, so we exist on the internet. I'm <laughs> at Chuff Money on Twitter. Arthur's at A G I E S. James is at James underscore Faulkner. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, my God. Matt Chandra is at Talking Orange. Uh, you can reach Arthur by hitting it's the on the left. gate to his apartment complex. <laughs> you can send us letters at letters at letters.eat-sleep-game.com. Uh,
1: make sure we talked about the top of the show, but you can send music, uh, like unknown music stuff to... It, what was the title we used? Uh,
2: music Special. Music, Spef- music Special. Put Music Special <laughs> in your subject line when you email us with your suggestions for what you think some of the best video game music of the year was. And try to stay away from the obvious ones because we're probably gonna cover those anyway.
3: Yeah. Like Banner Saga too. <laughs> you yeah. already know Austin and a game of the year, it's already handled. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Is uh, uh, there anything else?
0: No, that no. was that's really it. That'd I'd say all. go read my stuff, but I'm on my vacation now, so I don't care. Okay.
3: <laughs> all right. Well enjoy, enjoy your lives everybody. Yep. Love uh, you all. Try not to be shitty to people. It's the month not to be shitty to people. It's, so hug your family uh, yeah and hug strangers if they've (laughs) committed but always ask